This is the Russ Johnson Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Y'all. It's Russ Johnson from the RussJohnson.com. It's all connected podcast. Thank you again for listening. Can't believe you're back again. It might be your last visit. <laughs> it really might. I hope that I can adequately show you how everything is connected in today's podcast. And ultimately describe to you what I gained from the diagram that I drew from my vision that I talked about in earlier episodes. So what I'm going to talk about is going to be challenging for some of you. It took me years to wrap my head around this. Maybe I can make it a shorter cut for you. I don't know. Maybe you won't even take the shortcut. Maybe you don't care. But I think it's important. I've struggled with this podcast episode because it's easier to digest visually. So to solve this issue, I created a video with a deeper explanation, and you can obtain that on my ebook, which I wrote in 2012. It explains the beginning of my journey to my spiritual understanding. All you have to do is go to RussJohnson.com. There's a free download link at the top of the menu. And if by chance that link is no longer available when you hear this episode, send me an email. I'll send you a free copy. Now, I have a lot to say what I'm about to say before I even say it. Now, it's important to understand what I'm talking about today is not the only thing I care to talk about on this podcast. In fact, I'm interested in all things invisible. Yet this is what stemmed from the vision I had described in my previous podcast. So just know I have lots of spiritual knowledge I've gained over the last 40 years, but I'm super interested in all things paranormal and mysterious. If you go to my podcast page at RussJohnson.com, you'll see I'm interested in personal growth, quantum physics and mechanics, telepathy, intuition, premonitions, what happens in the afterlife. I like remote viewing, near-death experiences, ghost apparitions, all that stuff. But for today, I'm going to be discussing the lesson I learned about how all religions are connected. Now, you might think your way is the only way. This is fine. But still, it's bigger than any of us can imagine And I believe it's totally connected. So by the end of this podcast, some of you may never return to hear another word from me. You might be offended from what I'm understanding. Maybe all of you. Maybe I will keep a few. Some of you will resonate with this message. And hopefully those that do remain might be able to see how your way of thinking and my way of thinking are just two of many in the matrix of options. Each equally valid, and each of us playing our role to the collective. Now, if you find this information interesting, again, I would encourage you to go download my ebook. It's only 28 pages. I attempt to show the connection of how God, source, or whatever you call it, I call it it. And I believe it understands why I call it it. And I talk more about that in the book. I believe it works for all beliefs, regardless of your religion. Then, using this same information in my next podcast, I will show you my exact formula I use to create my life experience using my thoughts, emotions, definitions, and in particular, being aware of my intentions to create. I have zero reason to believe if you follow my suggestion, it will work for you too. I do not consider myself religious per se, but I do not think religion is a dirty word. Some former religious people might describe it that way. See, I have respect and have learned from every religion. And I believe we all have something to learn from each other. It's as if each segment of religion has a different piece to the puzzle. The bigger picture. 
And from my view, the turning point is for us to work with and learn from each other rather than feeling superior to one another, which is totally related to ego. So if you open your mind, you might be able to see how each religion has a different perspective of the same truth. Listen, God is in the soul, not the religion. Our consciousness shines through countless faces. I should also note, I was recently told by a friend, I was the first enlightened person he'd ever met. Newsflash. I'm not enlightened. I'm just growing. I'm trying to grow spiritually every single day. It's my biggest passion. has been for years. just want to get deeper. I want to know more about spiritual truths. I want to understand my deepest self. I've been on this path for decades. And nope, still not enlightened. Don't get me wrong, there's nothing more I would prefer to happen than to become enlightened. But as of this message, I struggle every day to remain balanced. I treat interactions in less than a desirable way. I say things I wish I hadn't said. I do things I regret. I curse at the driver who pulls out in front of me. Yeah, I'm flawed. But I'm trying to be a better person every day, utilizing the knowledge I gained from my vision. Everything is not black and white. If you look at us, humans, and all life forms, under a strong enough microscope, you'll see that we are mostly made of air and water and are invisible at the deepest level. I see this point as the point of connection to everything. There is no separation at all, anywhere. From my view, there's only one of this thing, and we are it. I understand when I say there is only one, this might be challenging to those of you that were brought up to believe in a particular belief system, as if it's the only way. You see, I was brought up Southern Baptist, so I understand how scary it can be to question one's beliefs. I mean, I didn't want to go to hell, and the things I was thinking were pointing me in that direction if what I was taught was true. In the end, my truth turned out to be much bigger than what I had been taught. Going forward, I would only ask that you listen with an open mind, with a curious mind, entertaining the idea you may not already have all the answers. If you believe you or someone else has already come up with all the answers, it might make you spiritually lazy. You're waiting for someone else to tell you how to think, how to believe. There's no need to convince you of my belief system. There's no reason to give up your God. No one has the right to pull you off your spiritual path, and I certainly have zero intentions of doing so. I do hope to expand your understanding, but it's okay if you don't. At the core of my understanding, it doesn't matter what your belief system is. It's working behind the scenes according to karmic law or golden rule or whatever you want to call it, regardless of your religious beliefs. The law of cause and effect. The law has no other choice except to respond according to your intentions, emotions, and definitions. This is important, and I'm going to circle back to it in a moment. Again, just listen with an open mind. And from my experience, when I've heard the truth, my gut, my instincts knew it to be true. I didn't need to be convinced. For some, this moment in time, being here, right now, hearing these words, could be a turning point of understanding. For others, it's just a reminder. For others, you could even add deeper insights and observations, which would add to the discussion. And then for others, this is all hogwash. No matter where you land on this scale, it's fine with me. And I hope that you wish the same for me.
it will be a better world when we can learn to accept each other, where we are on this journey of just being human. So here we really go. Let's do it. From the one comes the two and the many. But there's only one of it. And we're manifestations of it. We are it, experiencing itself as us. We are also creators within it. Think about this. We're creating in every single moment of our existence with the thoughts we keep. What we think about the most is what we see showing up. Our fears, attractions, aversions, preferences, prejudices. These are our definitions of what's happening. And many of them are trapping us. If we want a different experience, we have to rethink, redefine, rewire how we think about things in every single moment. As mentioned on a previous podcast, when I was 27 years old, I had a vision out of a pure frustration experience where I was trying to explain what I was understanding, spiritually speaking, and I couldn't articulate it properly. Again, if you want to hear the full story, you can listen to my earliest episodes of my podcast and also download my ebook, which describes pretty much my upbringing and how I came to these conclusions. But ultimately, what I walked away with is there is a huge difference between believing something and knowing something. Believing is accepting something on the surface for the comfort of the mind. To believe something is intangible, something you've heard or have been taught and it sounds true. On the other hand, when you know something, it's experiential. You have direct experience with it. As opposed to sounding true, your immediate gut instinct tells you it's true, and then it is proven by direct experience. When you know something, it's like you have lived it. A belief is something like trying to describe what happens after death. No one, and I mean no one, can beyond any shadow of a doubt describe what happens after we have dropped our bodies. Though we can draw conclusions from those who have had near-death experiences, we can't really know for certain. I have my own theories, and I'm going to share these in future podcasts. And we've proven through science you can't kill energy. It only changes form. And this, my friends, this energy must go somewhere. Think about it. We're not plugged in like a refrigerator. We are pure energy. This is a miracle. We're walking around without being plugged in. Pure energy. You can't kill it. It just changes form. The part of us which makes this function must go somewhere. This can be viewed in a number of ways. But I like seeing it as a magnet or in colors. We have a positive end, a negative end, a center, which again I call it the median. And in between you have every level of magnetism. Now if you look at this in colors or shades... You have white on one end, black on the other, and every shade of gray in between. From my experience, I could take any person's view on any subject and recognize their shade of gray and place their views on this scale and see the connection to mine. Now, I may not agree with their shade, but it does not negate their view or make my shade any better than theirs. It's just a different shade of gray of the same continuum. In regards to religion... And believe me, this understanding applies way beyond religion and will be discussed in other podcasts as well. But in regards to religion, I might take Christianity and put it at the median, the center, and then realize there are more shades of Christianity than just the shades I was taught. Not any better than Pentecostal versus Evangelical or Pentecostal versus Protestant or Catholic versus Presbyterian or Methodist or Baptist or whatever. 
Keep in mind, this is just referencing Christianity in the many different shades of gray. It's all part of the same continuum, different shades of the same animal. I mean, think about it. We can't get two ministers of the same faith to agree on everything in the Bible. Even in moments when we feel like we're connecting with someone on the deepest levels, it's still different for each person. Even though the energy might be in the same frequency, there is a slight variation due to life experience. Each person brings their own energy to the table. It's not even meant to be the same. I mean, each of us serves our own purpose and has our own lessons to learn while we're here. We can do the same for all religions, Islam, secular, non-religious, agnostic, atheist, Hindu, Chinese traditional, Buddhist, primal indigenous, and any other religion. Each has their own shade of gray and simply a different path to the same source. It's all connected. From my view, even if you don't recognize it, there is only one. Your shade is yours, but not necessarily prettier than anyone else's. It simply serves a purpose to the collective. Even if you do not believe anything, spiritually speaking, you are serving a role. I observed in my vision how the number of people who believe in a particular way, how each of us are influenced without necessarily having direct contact with another. Just the way we think sends out signals to the universe, which affects the whole, affects all of us. Again, another topic we will be discussing in a future podcast. I'll tell you what I believe. I believe we've crossed the threshold of some sort. 30 years ago, I was the nutcase. But it seems now more and more people are talking about these understandings. And it's quite hopeful because, again, when you hear the truth, you know it. And when so many people are coming to the same conclusion, it's no wonder people are waking up to these understandings. I'm excited about what's next. This event, the vision I had when I was 27 years old, was without a doubt the most profound eye-opening experience of my life. And I use this knowledge every single day to help balance myself and understand there's more than one way of understanding everything. There are many shades of gray. If more of us begin to understand this concept, maybe we can learn to love each other a little easier, to help each other more, to become better people, to think better about ourselves, to be less narcissistic, to want to grow deeper spiritually. The polarity of positive and negative, male and female, black and white, gay and straight, and on and on and on is all part of the same continuum. There's only one. See, I believe light works with darkness to nudge us wherever we might need to be, to put us back on our path when we are off, to guide us. I have experienced this on multiple occasions, and it brought me to this point right now, sharing my story with you, my purpose the so-called bad events that needed to take place in order to get me here to this purpose, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I finally feel like I'm fully living it. What do you think about this? Can you imagine light working hand-in-hand hand with the darkness to guide us to where we need to be because we're not heading in the right direction? Can you recognize all of us have what we have labeled good and bad, yet the bad does not make us evil and the good does not make us righteous? This is deep stuff. But ultimately, from what I saw in my vision, this is how it works. It's all connected. I believe there are infinite ways of thinking about anything, and none is greater than the other. It's just a different path to the same destination. I believe our thoughts, emotions, and intentions influence the way this thing I call it responds to us regardless of our religious beliefs.
Let me give you an example. Let's suppose you and I are walking down the street and we notice a homeless guy lying on the street and I'm trying to impress you. So I pull out 20 bucks and I give it to the homeless man. You, on the other hand, see the same person but have a sincere empathy to help this person and you also pull out 20 bucks to give it to them. We did the exact same thing. We gave away $20 to a homeless person. Yet our intentions were different. Therefore, our response from it will be different. Again, goes back to the golden rule or karma. But the end result is you always get back what you put out according to your intentions. Always. The reason behind why you do what you do. Not necessarily what you did, but why you did it. Again, religion has zero to do with how it responds to us. It seems to care less about religion and more about the thought process, the emotions. Look, you can't go wrong having a religious belief. Religion serves its purpose. It gives you comfort, guidance, hope, a sense of community, belief of a higher power, which, by the way, is necessary to understand that there is something greater we can work with to obtain answers or attract people, events, or things into our lives. Without this acknowledgement, God can't work for you. You have to acknowledge it first. You have to request help. We have free will to choose, and it appears as if it's just waiting for our emotional request. Man, there's so much to discuss here, and there's no way I can cover all this in one episode, and this will probably be one of my longest monologue episodes. Such a big topic. You'll find out a lot more on my website at russjohnson.com. If you want more of something, you must give more of that something. If you want more love, give more love to others. If you want more to be grateful for in your life, become grateful now. Whatever you want more of, give more of that. Let's talk much more about all of this stuff. But step away from the religious discussion and start talking more about how we can prove to ourselves what I'm telling you is very real, very true, and will work in your life. In my next episode, I'm going to describe to you the exact formula I have used for decades to attract jobs, money, people into my life. I'm going to also point out some stumbles I made along the way by not being clear enough. I will help you avoid these pitfalls. It's called manifesting, and you can do it too. I'm Russ Johnson. This is RussJohnson.com. It's all connected podcast. Thank you for listening.